Weezy taught me that. What? You know, I'm just a man out here trying to... Pokemon battle begin! Maybe LeBron just needs some competition. Someone to go... I think Bitcoin has a PR problem. I actually brought these, so if I was going to cut onions, I'd wear them. Blockchain is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? Wait, wait. What, is Wasn't he in special life? Where's the quality? Live episode, whatever, of season three. It's another one. Yeah. Three or four. One, yeah, something deep. I, I think I you dropped one today. Same, you on it. Yeah, I did drop one today. We got some more coming. My guy, Drew Stampede, who's just talking about it. Rest in peace, Money Mark. Facts. Again, I was telling them because you gotta Everything get. Everything under the sun was dedicated to him. Yeah. The Mercy Project. You gotta get that. I was telling them, like, you gotta sit down with my man DQ because I think that was the whole point of this to collect, come together as a collective. Like I said, like Voltron. Y'all niggas is pretty much in the same shit. You moving, he's moving. Y'all niggas come together and move together. Honey, you said Voltron. We're gonna talk about that later, though. Mm hmm. What's your boy, Sir DQ, here? Trey Gar here? Oh, that's it. Hey, guys. Uh, man, yeah. yeah, man, nah, but I'll uh, just share some. St start from the beginning. Off the tin op. Off the tin op. Just wanted to start with some uh, good good message. I was looking at this marketing video. Um, good message that they had left behind for this, this country singer named Coffee. His name's Coffee. We'll leave it at that right now. Make sure. Uh, it's, but it's some core values don't make excuses make it happen everything is your fault learn something every day and apply it we are here to serve selflessly and with the highest integrity treat everyone like they're a fan show up with positivity high energy laughing is a requirement tell the truth all the time genius is synonym for world class operate like it in everything you do Speed, flexibility, and punctuality are our strengths. Embrace them with grace. Don't think outside the box. Think like there is no box. Be specific, thorough, and be profit-producing. Be organized, be clean, be prepared as fuck. Keep calm and respect others. Entertain, educate, execute, but more importantly, empower. Which one is your favorite out of that, J. God? Which one stuck out to you, God? Uh, but just bring the whole chair closer. I just want to make sure. Genius is world class. Yeah. And, um, and it's a synonym for world class. Learn something new. Learn something new every day and try to apply it. Not even try and apply. It. Ain't and no apply try. It, yeah. That word try is not in there. But I like the whole thing. The word synonym for genius is world class. Like, that was your the one that stick up with y'all, for real? Honestly, yeah. Because. Yeah, cause certain you're right. Geniuses transcend like culture, transcend everything. Cause geniuses is almost like it's almost a, it's almost like they're understood. They're put here for the betterment of us all. Like mm. you're here to use your genius and your brain power to better society. That's why like Stephen Hawking and and all these great thinkers are almost like culted and cultivated and like not cultivated but like preserved in a certain highly, way. Highly, highly respected. Yes. That's a thin line between genius and insanity, though. 
I think you gotta be some I think you gotta be some part in saying anything. When I say insane, cause that's a little thing more, but I think you gotta have, you gotta be a little bit not conformed and perceived as possibly crazy to do to be successful. When you're like so delusional about your goals that when people look at you like, yo, this nigga like really thinks he gonna be this, this and that. Like you gotta look crazy. Like people see like, yo, this man don't drink soda cause he wants to make it to the NBA. Like and he works out effortlessly and this dude be potting consistently like he don't stop. Like you gotta like, yo, you you turn every moment into a pod. Like that's crazy. Like you gotta seem like, what a, yo, you really be on it rapping and you really still making music and it's gotta appear crazy to people. It's gonna be like, it's you, you gotta be to an extent imaginative in your brain where you're imagining shit that's not in front of you and you're knowing that it's gonna become a reality and you believe it so much and you're, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're moving as if it was right there and you had it and you're moving as if you already had these things and you're, people are like, yeah, you're acting as if you know what I mean? As their perception is like, oh, you're acting as if you got this. You're acting as if you did this and that. Well, no, I'm, I'm preparing myself is what I'm doing. For the, for the inevitable. like you got it already. Yeah, I'm preparing prepare myself for the inevitable. If I move like this, I have no other choice but to have these things. Eventually it's You have, like, yeah, once you start, you know what I mean, living in a certain place and you strive for the place. Once you get the place, you're going to strive to pay that rent every month. That's what Raw said. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I went to the shop to this morning. At least I would hope so. Y'all, some niggas be missing rent, bro. Fucking, yeah. fucking Ross was like, one of his rants he wrote about being in a mansion and, and, and painting it all white and such and such. Right. And he was like, when he got a Vander Holyfield's house, he painted that bitch white. Right. And he was like, he, he's like, and they were like, you believe he, you believed it before you forgot. He was like, bro, yeah, I, I believe when I was writing, and I believed I was already in that bitch already writing. I remember that song on so his first project, Port of Miami. It's called I'm in the White House. Yeah, I'm he in the he painted, White House. And I used to always think he was talking about, you know, trap so house. That's but, real, bro. Talking like you got it already, or talking like you can get it tomorrow, as if like it's in reach. Like, yo, but it, like, but it for is, me, bro. I'm gonna buy that GT63 AMG black on black fucking tomorrow from the Benz dealer, nigga. Okay, so here <laughs> let's talk about like, <laughs> let's, let's talk about take it. Let's make it again, yeah. making it real. Yeah, should, making it real. It becomes something different when you think it than when you say it verbally. When you say it audibly. Tomorrow, you can really go up to the dealer and ask them. What it would cost for you to pay for it, and what would it, what would it cost, or what would it take for you to walk out with that today? Right. And shit, you might sign some crazy ass interest ass deal, but you will be a man of your word, <laughs> or you will be that one step closer to knowing what it takes for you to be able to do that. So you know, if you're really serious about it, you can really go like, you know what? Fuck it. What I gotta lose? Them telling me no. I don't got the shit now, so. You're gonna, you're gonna uh, do uh, extra door dashes to make sure that note is paid off. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, it all started with like the thought, and then you, when you speak things into this existence, not even the ex- existence, existence, yes, but this like this third dimension, your audible vibrations change everything that's here. Believe it or not, they change the future. They change everything around just from speaking it it changes like a butterfly effect right exactly butterfly effect like even if you live by any of the thing like the one about like i think like some of them like they hit me 
that really hit me like just uh, mindset where I was like doing things selflessly and with the highest integrity. I feel like I've been doing that and I pride myself on that. And it's it's not always uh, the mo most rewarding up front when you're not the most selfish person. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, you'll, you're like, damn, had I did this for me, this would never happen. But then you gotta look at it like, well, what did happen though? And look how good that is. You know what I mean? And when you are selfless, like, it has came back to me for the benefit. When I've, you know what I mean? Like I've, like I said, the for me giving platforms to artists because I believe that their music was worthy of being listened to, but more than some artists on the radio, and they were worthy of streaming, and I put shows together. Like, literally, I've met these same artists, and I can say that they have a, 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 it doesn't feel forced, no matter how far they've gone, and some of them have definitely excelled far, and been signed, and, and I can honestly say that. It doesn't feel like, oh, they don't know me, or whatever, whatever, and even if they did, I know that I did my part as in saying that I did my shit selflessly because I believe that they could be at this this height already. Whether they believed it, I did. I could see it in them. So I'm not, I feel like, you know, that's that. You know what, good. I knew I was right. Whatever you trying to do out here, you know, I, knew, I knew they many, could do there's it. There's gonna be many people a part of your journey, big or small, you feel me? You just gotta appreciate all the money coming around, you feel me? Everyone helps out in some way, part of your journey to get where you need to get. So always remember no folk because they believed in you before. Even more, you believed in yourself. You feel me? Facts. So always never forget the small people when you get big. You never, you feel me? And when you get big, try to bring them up too. I mean, try and. Shit on them. I don't try the look best way or provide opportunities. Something. I don't, know, I don't even like the term small, small people. people. I just say that there are no small people. Okay, I take. Okay. No, you're not wrong. My, no, my you're not wrong. wording it small. No, you're not wrong. No, you're the not people wrong. you may have surpassed, you may surpass because that's that's just life. You, the bro. people that you may take for granted. Not take for granted. In life, bro, you're gonna surpass certain people. It's, it's just the balance of life, bro. There's gonna be people on top and people at the bottom, bro. And people, Seasons and reasons. Exactly that. So, like I said, always be respectful because, like I said, the same when you're going up, the same people you step on going up, it's the same people you're gonna see going down. And yeah. Everyone has an old going up and a come down. So, just always be a good person, bro, because you feel me? That's what I go by. Just try to be as best of a person. As I can, bro. Easier said than done. Yeah, it's easier man. said than like, done because everyone's yeah. gonna perceive you differently. The but. devil is a little motherfucker, yeah. boy. But also the one about punctuality, about like um, being speed and something. What was the other one? It says speed something and uh, what is the most speed. Speed, flexibility, and punctuality are our strengths. Embrace so them. I would say proficiency. Uh, are, like, I would, you can go fast, but you can. Be doing that shit sloppy as fuck, bro. Speed. Like you're doing it, but. It but that, and then he said, embrace it with grace. He did say, speed, flexibility, and punctuality are our strengths. Embrace it with grace. Cause you could you could perceive it as I gotta be as flexible and be ready for any and everything. No. I, I hear this. Work diligently, but don't rush. Right. Don't rush it. Like don't be lazy. Use your time wisely, yeah. but. Don't rush. Don't give sloppy shit. Cause that even takes me back now. Just even listening back to the old podcast, I'm like, damn, I could have lowered the music a little bit better. I, I just it. said that in in a car on the way here. Like, dang, I think the four hours episode was that the music was a little bit louder. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, that's crazy that you first thing went straight to that on the pod. No, 
the beauty in, in and this. I didn't even get to say that to you. I forgot yeah. to say that to you. Shit was yeah. when we started potting. That's the way the energy works, though. So it was already with Sam. But you thought it, you said it, and you put it out there. Right. That's the difference. You understand? That's the, it takes it back to exactly I said. The vibrations he put into the world somehow already made it here. Yeah. You understand? Because and that's confirmation of it. It's not even happened as we spoke. The universe is something crazy. Right. No had all the flow. all intent to say that before we even started potting. Yeah. And it already it's moving fast. The, the pro I see and what what he's saying is like if you trying to be a perfectionist and this happened to me, you feel me? You you end up becoming complacent and you won't move. But sometimes moving fast, you you'll get further than when you, when you started, and you can always refine later. But I feel like I, I, I like finding that healthy balance of moving forward, but also... But moving fast and rushing is different. Like, moving fast... That's like what I'm saying. Said. Like, I want to move fast, but also be proficiently. Yes, with grace. Yeah. And that's why you said embrace with grace, man. With love. Love, literally. That's you you want to move with love. You can taste when someone cooks some food without love. And you can taste when someone cooks food with love. You can taste it. Mm. I can taste when someone makes food because they're just making food to make food. Can and you, I can take make taste food that someone make this with love and because they care about. This can you shit. tell if a woman is in love with you by the taste of her coochie? Nigga, <laughs> coochie gonna taste like coochie, my girl. How she, move, how she move on your motherfucking face gonna let you Hey, whoa, this guy's risky business. That's how, that's how you making her body move really and truly. That's, that's, that's how you know. That's not love, though. It's not love, but mm. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you're gonna try like, to compare to love. Like, like when they sit on his face, he's a loud boy for that. Yeah, some people might. You gave the description some visual. Sex, <laughs> some people compare sex to love. That's a, People compare love to all type of different shit, or they correlated to different things. So ah. Love is different for everybody. Right? I had, a, I had a, again, my, I cousin, think, my cousin, my cousin. Oh, go ahead. Go nah, ahead. I, again, I think that goes back to what we've been taught. It's been, it's called now making love. Right. And we're taught this, and we're taught to look it's, at it. It's made for way. this and made for that. Yeah, separate set up. My cousin was saying some shit like uh, that. Uh, well, my cousin's girl was saying like. Men weaponize sex like as like with spirituality. Like they try to say like, oh, it's it's a spiritual thing. Like if a woman cheat on him, you know what I mean. Like versus when they do it, or versus like what what's the more connection? Like if, and I, I get that where niggas could say that, but it's not it's not. I can see, but I was like when she, when she said it, I was like, no, we don't. Like what? No, like. Bro, like, there's a feeling like that. Damn, this nigga, this shorty. There's definitely was another nigga here. Like, it's because again, that's what you. It's it's. It becomes feminine aspect. If you're fucking somebody, I'm not saying there's no ties, but it's just intuitiveness, bro. Like, you know when your dog got something. If you're intuitive person, you know when something's wrong with your homie. If you're around a bitch and you fucking her, you you're around her intimately, so you kind of know her in a way like not talk. Like besides sex, you know when the bitch might. Excuse my language, sorry, ladies. Hey, but yo, you know right? Chick, He's going crazy. You know, you Cancel know, this guy. You know the chick. You know when the chick is like not in a good mood or when she and something's up. You know that. You know certain ways, certain moving. It's just psychology, really, of knowing knowing that type of shit. Because you know how if you cheat, you know how you gonna move. So you gonna mm-hmm. keep it in another person, bro. Yes, but again, I, I break bring it back to. Bring it back, 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 bring it back. No, to like, again, just anatomy and 
like just like y'all bring it to basics I always think about like as humans we overcomplicate shit what are the basics as a woman you're letting someone in mm-hmm. you're not supposed to I, a little brother has one of my favorite lyrics in the world where he says a woman's life is love a man's love is life who said that little brother Little brother. Yeah. Okay. I think he's gonna say uh, space or mills. Oh, oh nah, <laughs> nah. That's little brother the rapper. I know the little brother. Yeah. Trust me, I know little brother. Come on. That now. that was the hard like that was the hard shit. And that shit stuck with me. Like I'm like, oh shit, he's right because like women aren't designed to like to really be nurturers. No, you're yeah, designed to be nurturers. They're not designed to like. Oop, glad you canceled for that, David. To cultivate, uh, to cultivate other men in such fashion. That's not like some are, but some. But I would say inherently, they want family. They want this. They want that. And a third. Mm-hmm. But again, sure. as men, as men, you're there to conquer and still. As we're told by society norms. That's science. Yeah. What do you mean? Women outnumber men on this planet three to one. No matter what you do. No matter what religion, no matter what thank science. God, thank God for that. Exactly. There is not enough men on the planet. Nah, that's good. We should keep it like that. It's, it, it hasn't changed. Keep it's not going to change. Keep the women abundant and bountiful. It's brother. not going to change. Okay, so there's not enough women on the planet for every man there's not enough man for every I guess woman. niggas gotta start having more threesomes cause that, they gotta go back to it this is totally different. go back to it there's one woman take it back this nigga <laughs> is a take it back gone <laughs> gone so far Once. away from what is really meant to like that's why I think like build a tribe relationships are coming back low key oh no they, they had a little run yo here. I'm telling you look in the 1920s women were in the street marching wondering why want to know why they outlawed polyamory women wanted their yeah i know some women yeah some women like they yeah it's different aspects i feel like there should be not one control one every woman has the right to feel what she feels right in her relationship just like every man does i think it's i think honestly i think home dynamics is built for i think the, the world is built for multiple like polyamory I think it's built like that mm. like for a reason and I think like normal society changed that mm. anywhere else China they have multiple wives India they have multiple wives Middle East they have multiple wives they, that's, and they, those are the oldest civilizations running do they still do, do to this day Hell yeah. I know like Middle East man Hell like yeah. China Hell yes, they still do here. There's outlaw. What do they call it here? They call it. Uh, it's in Utah. Utah. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Mormon shit. <laughs> yeah. But again, they, they call it Utah. <laughs> yeah, they call it Utah. <laughs> yeah. Just call it Utah. Yeah, that, that the TV show, the Big Love shit, where they in Utah. But Buddy had like a whole block, and his whole all the whole block is that's all his wives. Yeah. He's on this house. He's on this house. He's on this. House. He got them all on lock. I think. I think. Now see, that's. I think that's being greedy. I think two is perfect, and you only like seven. Eight, how five. you gonna tell that man how much plum he needs? Um, I just think that's. I think that's being greedy. Stop. I think I, I, greedy's a bad word. I think that's like. Stop being greedy. Give it to the needy. How greedy's not a bad word? It's a fucking word, bro. Yes, yeah, so but I'm greedy. saying, yeah. yeah. It's a, 
you're taking like I think you're like taking advantages at that point you like become a cult abusive shit. yeah abusive and shit yeah. like now I feel like abusing it. at some point it becomes yeah like a cultish like you're following my teachings I think one two is like two is perfect a lot of shit a lot of shit is cultish man a lot of shit is cultish cause a lot of people blind blindly follow shit Mm-hmm. And don't really know where they're going. They blindly follow after one person that's portraying something. It's just like, bro, look into it. This motherfuckers. Because I be watching, I be watching like cult leader documentaries and the psychology and all of this. Jim is, Jones. Jim Jones, even the guy in Texas, some motherfucking guy in Texas and all that. Bro, that cult shit, bro. It's just motherfuckers want power over people. Can manipulate people, dog. And that's all it is. How can I manipulate folks? Because I felt. I felt powerless in an evil up. way because yeah. some positive cults we don't want to call them cults we call them religious groups or whatever fanatics they're cults yeah they're cults but. no they don't want to hear it I'm not disrespecting no one's religion or anything you feel me it's hard. It's a hard pill to digest. But yeah, it's a cult. You're part you're of cult. You're, you're just not, not as deep as some fo- other cults. Imagine somebody <laughs> telling you you have, whole, open, you have an open door policy. Imagine <laughs> someone telling you whole reality is a lie. Yeah, exactly. I told you, I, like when I first seen Zeitgeist, and my girl would tell you, like I believe the whole nine, and then I sat down and thought about it, like the trying to, the whole thing is virgins can have babies. That's the whole like the whole thing is built the whole like we know that can't be we know that can't happen. So that that destroyed my whole shit after Zeitgeist and I'm like holy shit and then I had to go really deep down and understand why why and the why of everything and that's why I like to take shit to bare minimum. And then you became the positive over things. And I became, exactly just like that. Just break it down. Everything is there for a reason. Like I said before, you have the star cult, which is I believe is Muslims. You have the sun cult, which I believe is Christianity, and you have the star cult, which is I believe is the Jews. Is there a moon cult? Yeah, the moon cult, which is think about the star. The, I mean the moon. The crescent. Muslim. The crescent. Muslim. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You said moon. I think you said stars two times unless I'm fried. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking. Because I was like, if you gonna say the stars, sun, you gotta say the moon at some point. You know, Dragar's gotta have some type of a. No, it's not even a strong. To, not, the, to the dark side. You know, the dark side's dark gotta side, be accredited. Bro. It's just but like. You're gonna, you, you, you gonna shout out the sun and not yeah. the moon, God? How did you? If you're gonna, you gonna say the sun stars, you're gonna have to include the moon, because it's just like when five percenters say. Yeah. Knowledge is the understanding. The sun, moon, earth. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's in there. It's just like people say the moon controls your emotions. It's like, you I'm fucking with you, my bad. That, that's supreme mathematics, yeah. though. See, but that takes it back to something supreme mathematics. Yeah. Cipher, knowledge, wisdom, freedom. That shit is concrete. It's how you learn. That's, that's, you can't take away from that. Power, refinement. God. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Build and destroy. Mm-hmm. These are all natural occurrences that occur on your on your planet every day. I'm not teaching you that virgins had babies. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And once you like, once you get away from that, it, or it could have happened. Immaculate reception. I'm not saying it did. It didn't. I wasn't there. It is a possibility. That's right. It's right there. It's right there. I do. Oh, oh, yeah. This guy yeah. can't function without the stuffs. 
But again, that's why you gotta uh, tend to function in reality. And things that math can certify. But again, there's some wild shit that on this planet that we know math can't certify. So. You're all these stranger in fiction, bro. There's some things you just can't control or explain. <laughs> it's just it's just bewilderment. <laughs> Literally. What y'all, what y'all boys been listening to, baby? Uh, Westside Boogie just dropped a clip from oh, his new God. shit. So honestly, I just been listening to that Denzel man, Denzel. Crazy. I meant to run that back, but then I ended up that listening to that Vince Staples album. I I, I heard I, I I'm not gonna lie, skim through it. I have, I was just. I usually listen to albums, just listen to the beats, and then I listen by myself when I'm in the backyard and I can smoke and really dissect the lyrics and shit. So I gotta listen again, the second listen for the. I listen for the Vince Curry. Yeah, Vince I mean, Staples. Vince, 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 Vince Staples. He said Vince Curry. Vince Curry. Yeah, Vince Curry. I got some problems. Created rapper. But yeah, um, that would be a fire Vince project. Vince, Vince Staples and Denzel Curry. Vince Staples. I gotta sit down and dissect his shit. Nah, his shit's good. Well, and I definitely like. His shit. I like Not the dissect, like that he gave a longer project um, than the last project. Showed more of his capability and his work and his production on there is solid. You know, of course, he's telling a story. You can tell from the name of that project. It's like Ramona. Ramona Park broke my heart, and um, you know he's talking about. Seems like his story. Like still, it's 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 pretty dope. Like what was the shit? Big Fish was the last one. No, nah, the last album was Finn Staples. It was self-titled. The Big Fish project. The Big Fish before that. Phase now that was my shit though. Yeah, he was. That was a different. But it was that really caught my eye because of that. I just. It was you know. different. Yeah, it was different. And I just really started tapping in and I went back and I'm like, oh, I always knew about Ben Stable from the Senorita days and all that shit. I just never really tapped in with him. And then when I tapped in with him, you realized uh, why you I, liked him. I ended up seeing a Joe fucked with him too. And I was like, wow, that's that's funny because not many people bring this guy up. And here goes Joe. And he's like, yo, nobody, like, Vince is very funny. Like, very, very funny. And, I, and he'd be on the Joe pod just talking. And I'd be like, yo, I don't think a lot of people even give him the credit or respect him as, or know him as much as, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this nigga has a real good, sharp mind on him. Like, he definitely, definitely, he's definitely a sharp, sharp. He's educated, that's yeah. for damn sure. And he knows what to do with his music, and he knows that sometimes another one he knows, like, he doesn't have to do a million shows. He's not out there pumping, he's making his internet money. He's cool with his internet money. He's cool being where he's at. And he'll tell you, he's like, I don't need all that. He's like, you still know me. I still get talked about in the same vein as insert cool rapper here. And I'm at the crib. Like, you don't, like. Yeah, I know he got his, he got it. He got it. He talked about a few bags he got from doing like some licensing. Mm-hmm. Like from Madden and other shit in the army. Mm. I'm like, oh yeah, it sounds like a bag. Speaking of another Kelly rapper, Kendrick. Let's go back to that convo we had about little baby Kendrick and the longevity. And I just want to say, baby keeping Kendrick on the Grammy. So, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but it goes back to a point. Get a Kendrick fucking feature if you can. Don't worry about it now. Continue with Vince Staples. Do we give Kendrick the credit? Do you, <laughs> I don't know, no. do you also get a Macklemore features? 
Nigga, that was Tell No, no, do you give credit, I mean, to Kendrick? I mean, as much as Kendrick was, we know Kendrick was I'm instrumental. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I feel maybe Keem, but yes, it's, it's it, it is, we know, it, it is because that Kendrick feature, bro. I'm sorry, but it is, they, won, they won, they won rap performance, right? It don't matter, gotta go no, though. No, no, hear me out. Stop assuming. They won rap performance. When you look at that song, they performed the fuck out that song. They had voice oh, yeah. changes. They they was beat change. He, he they were did it again. Like they was, but it's like it was, but it's it was, and, and that is not on it. And it's just straight Baby King song. It would be like oh, any. Is it, it different? Like no. On the Baby King project, it'd be one of them slappers that niggas. But it probably I wonder when the last time a rap performance song won, and it wasn't a duet. Cause last time I've been checking, it's always been two people on that track, which made it that much unique. Like I think. Beyonce and Megan won for Savage remix because that was Beyonce, flat, Beyonce was rapping her ass off to an extent. Yeah. Like that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Jay wrote the hell out of that verse. I, 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 that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying. I feel like they can they rap their ass off and they perform that fucking song. But yeah. also, bro, no, tell that Kendrick feature plays a fucking part too, bro. And Having Kendrick on your feature and him doing the same voice changes and what he's doing and sit like that helps you. Okay, out but the original, but the original. I'm and, not and, saying and, that and I that don't. That was one of his first, and that, and that was a drop. The nigga didn't drop for having really hurt that nigga for a minute. So, man, you want me to tell you he was right? No, I don't want you to tell me. You was right, son. I know I'm fucking right. I I knew, I knew, I like I said, you was right about what you said about that, about longevity, yes. But I was talking about right now in a market. You still want the Kendrick, because, bitch, I heard Kendrick shit on the radio, and all I'm hearing is Lil Baby's newest shit. I'm still hearing Kendrick's old shit with features, nigga. You know who's on, you know who's on the Vince Staples album? Lil Baby. Thank you. Okay, but he probably couldn't. You know who's he can't get the Kendrick verse. I'm saying Kendrick's probably not doing verse. He's probably not because he's probably working on his shit. Or maybe had a Kendrick verse, he put it out. Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe even Staples knew. Knew what? This is a good decision to make a little baby verse on my album. I'm sure if it was a choice between Kendrick Lamar and Little Baby on Vince Staples' Ramona Park album, he's choosing Kendrick. What the fuck do you mean? Kendrick is literally probably not doing no features right now. Maybe he's like, nah, I don't. You know how you could be like, I don't want. They broke down one of his songs too. They broke down one of his songs. Um, I don't know if you seen that video, the little song Pusha T, and they're breaking it down how like he was doing the rhymes as bricks, like each line. Alright, you trying to change subject. Back to the conversation. What? Who? Kendrick. Kendrick Butcher D? Yeah. What do you mean doing the East Line is bricks? Like, so obviously they're rapping about cocaine or whatever. And, like, the way he was rapping, what he was saying, like, he was saying a bunch of tens and they all added up to his birthday year. And then every line, like, the song, like, their verses ended up. It was a very long explanation. I, I see why Kendrick got the Nobel Peace Prize. He's a very, very intricate writer. Nerd broke it down. I yeah. was like, God damn! You gotta be a that. fucking beast, bro. Yes, I'm not saying Kendrick's not a beast. I'd rather get Kendrick verse two. I'm not saying that, but I was saying is, if your goal is to for the, I don't know why we have this conversation again. The goal is to get reach, not longevity. 
reach. If your sole goal is like, fuck the game, I do this shit for two, three years, four or five years, get a buzz, get hot, and get some so money. You're gonna get a Kendrick verse first before the You are. Nigga, and I hope you would. If you have access to a Kendrick Lamar's fucking verse, bruv, you're gonna you're gonna get that first and you're gonna have more reach than a little baby verse off top. You're of course you're gonna get a little baby verse. I'm not gonna say you're not gonna get it. But if you have a choice to choose one first, you're gonna choose the Kendrick, bro. Alright. And you're gonna you're gonna get a more of a reach. Who would you rather choose? Jay Z or M? Who? Jay Z or M verse. Jay Z. Okay. Who you think was the nicer artist on Renegade? Since I'm in this position to speak to these kids, but that doesn't mean no politician, I, I but I kick it with them a minute. Come on. That doesn't mean I, I'm not going to choose Jay-Z and for the a future artist, though. I'm still going to go with Jay-Z because at the end of the day, I feel like Jay-Z is a bigger artist than Eminem. And you're going to get more reach with Jay-Z. And you're just going to off top, this rubber shoulders niggas is going to put you in a class off top. Like, oh, this nigga will do a feature with Jay-Z. Like, oh, he has to be. I think you still get those accredited accreditation like you're gonna, you're you gonna get, get that, that look you can, niggas are like oh he has to be top of the top of Jay-Z rapping with him he has to be something he has to be a gem so people are gonna tap so in so back to you. my original question the, the D verse that you want right now is Kendrick yeah I want the Kendrick verse because all not you personally but in the game overall in the game yeah if I'm in the game I would want the Kendrick verse for you are in top. the game I, I would want the Kendrick fucking verse because you just told me not to talk about myself. But no, but I'm saying like as in all artists, like in all, all artists, I would get the Kendrick verse. Yeah. Based off the fact he's not, it would be one of them rare verses. It would be like, damn, he fucked with you that much to give you this rare verse. We haven't heard a whole project from this nigga in so long. Right, so that's bro. gonna be more people gonna tap in because what the fuck? Who is this nigga? And Kendrick's with him. What, what they got going on? Let me go see. What these niggas got going on? You're gonna get a lot of eyes on you, bro. Well, there's gonna be a lot of critiques hope, too, but I you're gonna get a lot Kendrick, of eyes on you, I bro. I hope Kendrick drops this album this year. Me too. I don't Schoolboy's know. definitely dropping in what? Schoolboy School dropped dropped first. the single, he's Soccer Dad. Yeah, he's, he's dropping first because he dropped the single, so that means it's it's he's rolling. I still rolling. want Absol. Like Absol probably after, but at the end of the day, Kendrick is he's this last album is TDE. You think they are they on TDE? They're not on PG Lane. Yep, Kendrick is PG Lane. But I'm saying his last album is TDE, and after that's PG Lane. Mm. Isaiah need to come out of hiding, man. Nobody care. I told you. We had this conversation a month and a half ago. Six episodes ago or something. Yeah. Not, maybe not that long, but. But now it's now it's like, damn. I ain't seen nigga in the post on Instagram or nothing. He ain't. I don't know. It's, it's a, I think last the most recent thing I seen was TD. Uh, I think Punch had somebody was like, oh, try to come for him in, on Twitter, like about his artist, and he was like, you got me to be worried about a whole other man's sexuality. Like what? What are you talking about here? That's the most recent talk that I ever had any, heard anything about about it, and it's like it is a different world, bro. Mm-hmm. But again, like how you, how that's again that return 
It's either gonna be an epic return and niggas is gonna go crazy. Six nine can do it. Anybody can. <laughs> no, six nine got a fucking different crowd of fucking. I can't believe he dickheads. Can't believe, can't believe it. He has a different crowd of and dickheads. You know what's crazy? You gonna be surprised who actually like six nine. If you could look, if you could be a fly in the wall, you would be surprised. Who would actually like six nine? It might be your homie or your girl too. So. Jay got trying to tell us he likes six nine, yo. No, fuck, I'm not. I'm just saying, like niggas will. I, I hate when niggas just like if you okay, like what you like, like what you like. If you bashing niggas online and shit, but listen to them on private. I can think out of everybody. Lame, everybody in this room. Like everybody in this like. room don't like six nine. Yeah. Yeah. But let's 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 break it down. <laughs> Aside from let's take. But if it, you like six nine, like six nine with fucking chess. Okay, let's take it <laughs> away from drama. Him as an artist. Just the music he That's creates. That's not really my music to listen to all the time. Okay, me neither. Not even, not even a little bit. I did like, I, I did like, I did like the, like yeah, the gummo, gummo song was hard, but um, he had a few, he had a few I don't songs. Know which is which. He had a few, no, he had a, few, he, a lot of them sounded like, like he had a few, <laughs> he, he had a few songs. I, I like the song Pause with Pause with him and Trippy Red. You know, what I mean that was the first song that I kind of heard from them, but like they don't really make that sound and that vibe no much in, anymore. And you can't be mad at niggas like Hov said. Nigga, you like my old shit, buy my old albums. Like, so, but I like what Trippy Red's doing now, though. Like Trippy Red's excelled as an artist, and he's definitely doing, dropping very concise, solid projects. And I like his projects. He's not somebody I listen to all the time, but when he drops a project, I'll tap in because I won't tap in unless like. The single hits my airways. My uh, somebody says, "Oh, it's trippy." With trippy, with trippy, with trippy, it can't be like it, it's not like that. For like the single might not be because he might do the obviously what's known for him, the Rager single. And I'm like, I'm not running the trippy for that. His nigga will do some R and B shit, and you'll be like, Yeah, he'll oh. kill that shit. And I'm like, Oh, this that, is that crazy. Him and, him and X said, eh, I still he was on. He was day. on. He's on somebody's. Yeah, he's on somebody's yeah, album. Make an R and B trippy rap. What's the shit with him and X? <laughs> I don't remember, dog. But I remember he Fuck was on. Love or... I remember he was on. What's the name? Somebody's album, and he, he did the chorus. Snapped, but he snapped. Like, he's on the chorus of somebody's album. And I was like, and he did somebody else's album. And I'm like, damn, this boy's on a little run with these these choruses right he's now. Gotta be the, the XXX and Tashion, man. He snapped on that shit. That's one of my favorite songs, honestly. That. Baby girl, I need you in my life. In my life. Oh, no, Baby, don't go switching sides. Switching sides. Yeah. That shit is hard. Ooh, yeah, you got your laugh. Yeah. 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 That shit. Yeah. That shit is hard, yo. I bring that, that shit crazy all the time. Me. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Exactly, man. The boy be having some vibes, dog. Like, I can honestly say, like, he's, he's definitely. A dope, a dope artist, but you know he's, he's different. He's young. I can't say everything about him for me, bro. Exactly. So. Speaking of artists, I'm not gonna lie. I like Playboy Cardi and shit. You got to. <laughs> fuck me, you <laughs> be like talking about, nigga. A lot I'm of these niggas. A lot of these niggas talk about it, bro. A lot of these <laughs> niggas are sons of Playboy Cardi already. SoundCloud rappers all want to be like Cardi, and they sound like it too. I have. Honestly, I may have heard a Playboy Cardi song and understand who yeah, he is. You know, Playboy Cardi, but Magnolia, Inland Slow, I'm really rock. Cool. I did it okay, myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Playboy Cardi, Broke Boy, Broke Boy. Listen, listen, he, he's, he. That's him in, on the uh, Tyler shit too, right? The Tyler shit. Uh, no, the blonde wig with the blonde wig. No, I think that's. Nigga, no, nigga, I think that's Cardi. With a baby voice, he had a baby type voice on that. Like Will Vicky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was on the freaking Beyonce assisted salon shit. He was on there too. He was on, listen man. He he definitely I can see why he fucking linked up with Ye. Cause if anybody's that nigga to do it with in that generation, that is is Cardi. He's definitely has a little bit more rager side, but you know there's definitely a capital there to capitalize on. So I'm not it's not really there for me. I'm not really a rager. So you know sometimes the songs, some of the songs we we riding, but I'm not really I'm a rager. The car and make me drive fast. But like, but I, because because I fuck because who I really fuck with is Pierre Bourne. Like we can have that conversation. Like Pierre Bourne's a really talented young motherfucker. I heard him. I probably You've heard, heard his many one of I've, his beats. That's another one I've he's heard. A, but I don't know. Hey Pierre, you you want to come out here? Is that's what he said? It's right before he's you know his beats, and he's he's a he's done some dope collaboration projects from with Nudie, with Playboys. He had collaborations with Uzi. He's done songs, and he's definitely like with Pierre. That nigga drops whole projects and he he brings you into his world with his projects. And like literally with his own his own sound. And I'm like, yo, like this, too close to them. This, this is something like. this is something that niggas can't miss. Like they gotta appreciate it. Like, not, like I'll listen to his music and I'll just that'd be my, my pregame music. If I'm heading to Miami, I'm putting Pierre on vibing. Young nigga music getting my young my energy up. I'm vibing. Like Pierre's music for sure is definitely, of course, possibly an acquired taste because it is a younger vibe, I would say. But it's, the production-wise, the nigga's talented. It's hands down. He does his own production. He be doing his own writing, doing his own performing. And, but definitely the production side, like, it's, you know what I mean? He has his own sound, and he's, you know, he's dope for sure. So, and I definitely feel like as producers, young producers, he's one of the hottest in the game right now. I would pay attention when I hear him again. <laughs> I can't even. I know I've seen it. I know I've heard the name. I've seen it on the Apple Music or whatever, but I, I can't even say, oh, I can pick it out. But, yeah, Cardi's another one. I can't say. I know the Red album came out. Yeah, that uh, album was a little. That was a rager vibe. I think it's doing all that rager shit, man. I fuck with it. Only. I think it was taken away from the nigga. Uh, what was the nigga? Music, the fat nigga. I fuck with it though. Some of the songs I do. I fuck with like niggas like Snot, Cold Cheese. What was the fat nigga who like took over Cardi's way for a minute? He had the red hair and shit. And he had to, oh, don't you Mario. Run you, nigga. Oh, Mario something. Some Mario, Mario Judah. Like Mario Judah. That nigga could have popped. Man, I was a 15 minutes, 15 minutes That's what I'm saying. He was a red-handed McConan like your boy. That 15 minutes he had, he could have popped. Like, he had, he... He did pop for 15 minutes. No, I'm saying he could have, like, pop, popped. 
Hey, mission accomplished. That nigga was on fest doing festivals. That nigga was cool, bro. He, he got a little bad. He's okay. He got a bag, I'm sure. He got a little bag. Yeah. Out of that personality, he got a bag. He had a juice the interview since. Yeah, he did. He did. That's what was funny. Yeah, man. This, he did this. Hip-hop is in a... I'm not gonna lie. Hip-hop is in a low-key kind of good place. It's in a good place. But I feel like it's, gonna, it's, it's, shift, it's shifting more so... Or maybe there's it's getting a balance between having the rage, but also having niggas making introspective, cool shit that's trying to push boundaries, and everyone's just kind of respecting it now instead of like being like, "Oh fuck, all these niggas doing the rage or shit." It's okay, so why don't we? Hip-hop. Okay, so why why don't we call the rage <laughs> shit? We why do we keep calling it hip hop? Why don't we call it rock and roll? It's not rock and roll. It's hip hop. It's hip hop elements. 808 and shit. So it's hip hop. These niggas are rapping. Come on, I just seen the interview with uh, Steve Gull from Nirvana and Pharrell. And Steve Gull was saying how he had the uh, drummer from the Gap Band over to his house because he said, he's like, yo, people think I'm a good drummer. He goes, I'm really a shit drummer. He goes, I can't read music. I'm really, if, if you listen to the, the music, I'm really just paying the Gap Band. Yeah. And the guitars and, and uh, Kurt Cobain is really the one killing shit. He goes, I'm really just playing the Gap Band riffs over and over and over again. And this is rock music. Now it's concerned Nirvana is, is rock gods. But he's playing fucking soul so, and funk music. It's, it's still not fucking soul, bro. Because you feel me? Them, them, that bass is not fucking soul. That guitar is not... You can, you can, what is it then? He t- he telling you it's not. He's it's, telling you where he got it from. Yeah, it's it's influ- it's inspired by yeah, fucking. Yeah, it's inspired. Yeah, yeah. Like I, but like all music takes from everything. Yeah, bro. just like our niggas. Every all music takes from everything. Like in early hip hop, they used jazz. The jazz, jazz the reggae. I mean, me. that's all they had before. They didn't have kick drums and shit like that. They used and, and then for them, now that they had now that they had soul, they they used that. And now, and as music develops and people start mixing different sounds together, that's how you get these different sounds and different creations. But y- yeah, you can have the, the the percussion sound like funk or do you or credit jazz, do you credit James Brown with rock and roll? Yeah, the king of rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. So and I, so, so, so yeah. So, so how can you like? Because that's the rich. If there's no James Brown, if there's no um, what's the other guy who's a real good jazz player? I forgot his name. Buddy Guy. No, he's a real prefer- He went to like France. And Dizzy. Shit. Went to France. Dizzy just last video. No, he's dark skin. Forgot his fucking name. Lou. Forgot his name. Taking the horn. He played. Like Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Oh, uh, Lou. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I said Louis. There's I... no him. There's no James uh, Brown. Damn, there's no Jimi Hendrix. A lot of this shit we hear. I if, see if there's skies no, there's no, there's no yeah, like Look, shit. there's no West Coast music without Parliament. Okay. And George Clinton. Parliament, okay. You feel me? And that's funk and soul. Funk and soul developed from oh, jazz. Okay. Talk to him, Jay. You feel me? So there's none of that. There's none of that, and that's that's all from African sounds and bringing it together with the, what we came, the sounds of America, what we found. You feel me? And bringing it all together, bro. Okay. You feel me? And that's how rock and roll is made. Cause you Carlos feel me? Santana said the same thing. Carlos Santana said, "I I know we like 
I'm credited with playing like Hispanic music, but we have to give credit to this is all just it's African African, African, sounds, African riffs, bro. African drums I've been playing this whole time. Yeah. Where you, where you, how you play? It's all about how you playing it, and how you playing it, it's influenced how the vibrations is gonna sound to everybody, bro. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 an African sound still. Africa's getting slowly its respect back. So it's I think like, respect has always been there, we just. But it's getting its recognition now more and more. Become more and more avoidable. Unavoidable. Super to be like, nah, you gotta credit Africa. I mean, because before. To, before we go on, to go back to your questions about the young niggas making rock, they're not making rock, but what I will say they take from rock is that persona, is that, that swag, that, that, you feel me, that charisma from rock. Yeah. And they bring it in and they add the hip hop charisma. Rappers, That's what's making these niggas bigger now because they adding that hip hop swag with that rock and roll. I don't give a fuck at Rappers Rebel and that party like a rock star, rock star lifestyle. You feel me? So it's like adding them two lifestyles together is making these guys a bigger star and that's what I don't wear tight jeans so. like the white boys but I do get wasted like the white boys it's take on a persona man niggas like I said I watched the Tommy Lee shit and and Pamela Anderson on Hulu shit and Tommy Lee like I didn't know Tommy Lee's music I didn't even know he's part of Monty Crew I didn't even know that group's name Motley Crew Motley Crew I didn't know that group like that but I knew Tommy Lee for the personality that he was. I remember his Curbs episode. I remember him being just a personality of a, a rock star. You know what I mean? And I remember niggas fucked with him for that. Like, and that's why I would see him. Because he had the personality. And it was like, yeah, like, he was the shit in the 90s because of his personality. Because of his... He was that guy. That rock star lifestyle, the way he lived. And it was like... That, that like you you get why rappers like you know we had it's funny how we have like, all these conversations like, kind of like about like how well rappers and wrestlers you know like you know rappers rock stars lifestyle you know like rappers look up like, look at wrestlers like you know that whole flashy lifestyle come in shit talking and all of that you know what I mean you see how Griselda them are influenced by that and yeah. you see the correlation there but you see the correlation with like rock stars as well. You know what I mean? Where you see that these niggas take from that crazy, like, uh, you know, like, like Aerosmith and Run DMC. You know what I mean? Who are the new rock stars, though? Who are? Yeah, I don't think our rock stars die. So I'm telling you, like, why not? Why can't people? I don't really listen to rock, so I can't tell you. They're not rocks. They don't make fucking rock. I'm saying, but, like, can. <laughs> the persona may be rockish. You, so rep- is Little Uzi more popular than the most popular rock star right now on. No. no. Travis Scott's more popular than Uzi. Is Travis Scott a rock star? No. Superstar. He's a hip hop. Okay. Hip-hop superstar. Who makes rock-ish-esque music? Travis Scott makes rock-ish music. Okay. Travis Scott does not make fucking rock-ish music. Mm-hmm. He makes elements, but Travis Scott don't make no fucking rock-ish music. Isn't he the Rager? Yeah, yes. but that doesn't mean it's fucking rock music. That nigga... What he's talking about in the sense of that it sounds rockish more. That Rager music is more rock than it is hip-hop is what he's saying. I'm saying, like, why can't... It's almost like the same thing with, like, and why he, can't Lil Nas X... Scott makes that more Rager music that he would consider... Why can't Travis Scott... Influenced by rock. Like, why can't Lil Nas X be country? 
Why even put well, him in there? No, no, that's could be country because he's actually. He's did, a country, country elements. Country, yeah, country <laughs> elements to the fillers. Tra- at the end of the day, Travis Scott uses hip hop elements. He adds the nuances of rock elements. Yeah. And they go can, out. You, you so kind of you, blend. You, say, you're you going to hear those elements because they stand out more compared to what you're always hearing to the hip hop. KC is the vice versa. Who? That he uses rock elements and adds hip hop. It's, no. it's rock and he has hip hop no. elements. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, of, uh, I don't think so. I don't. I would. I wouldn't think so either. But I can. I can see somebody having that same take, saying that. that same I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised someone saying that, and I can see why they would say that. But I don't. And think where so. does he get his influence for Rager? I would not. I would. I would not be surprised that he mentions rock artists. It is the rock versus they, that Rager. It is the rock they get it from. So obviously, like I'm saying, there's nuances of rock in there. But at the end of the day, bro, these niggas are hip hop artists. They're fucking rapping, bro. They're not yeah. yelling. They're not saying what. They're not doing none of that. XSX was yelling and shit. Like XXX, he was probably the closest young nigga that could make rock music. That could actually do it. And cause he was adding, he was actually doing the rock elements. But he wasn't, wasn't doing, doing hip hop elements too. But he would switch it every pro. If you listen to his projects. He would kind of, it would be a cohesive of that sound, or it'd be different sounds. But some project would just be soft, softer shit, more R and B shit, alternative R and B shit. Then he would have the rockish shit, like literally rock. Right. It, 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 he's the guitars, the you feel me? Yeah. So it's like he would be the closest of a hip hop artist doing the rock, right. point blank, and adding little hip hop elements. But he was fully a full on rock band type shit, right? right. Would you put okay? God bless his soul. Would you put him? So he was the king of rock then. Could you say that? No, he didn't. Is have he more popular? Time. I'm saying at, at his time before he died, even no. after he died, X wasn't more popular than Uzi. He, he still wasn't. And, and he Uzi. was. He, he Are was, they he more was, popular than most popular rock band today's rock band? Well, hip hop and rap are more popular than rock, right? Now. Yeah, hip hop is the number one genre right now. So okay, no, okay, yeah. time out. But we but we would put Post Malone. In the rock category. No, but not. You can. I wouldn't. Or yes, pop, I would. Yes. Rock. I put him in even poppy, poppy Post shit. Malone does even songs that are country elements. You can put him in there. He's like rockish, countryish. Pop, like I said, pop. he has. They they make different songs of these certain things. When I feel but like he's a rock make, star. He's not, I would a rock, he's not a rock star, I would, but. Mm. I, he can transition to a, a rock pop star. star. He's a pop. He's a pop, pop star, star right now. He can transition to a rock star. I was, I was he was a hip hop. He transitioned to pop. Yeah, I would say he's a pop star. And I feel like next transition right now is, what can I do now? Can I create a whole new sound or do I go pop to rock is it, and kind of expand is on rock? Expand on pop. Right so, now. and like I said, he makes pop rock. Yeah, pop rock. That's the best way. Okay, so <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> my my whole and that's an actual <laughs> genre. Yeah, my whole argument is that why why can't like Cardi and these niggas just have rock and roll? Because it's hip hop, bro. We don't know that yet. I'm, I'm, we're just hypothetical. We maybe don't know if these niggas are doing that yet. No, I'm saying maybe it's influenced. Maybe that mu- music has influenced rock and roll, traditional rock and roll, so much that that's just what it is now. And we're just Possibly. seeing them like I'm not mad at we're that. seeing them take over rock and, I, and roll. And I'm not mad at that hip hop is incorporating more rock and roll either. I, okay, I'm okay. Tell me if you have okay. 808s, bro. I don't in your listen. Song, let's go, let's, in your let's take it back to six nine. Six if, nine is straight yelling. Look, all that nigga nah, does is yelling. If, if 
I'm fuck the lyrics. Go down to the music of the shit. If you have 808s, it's hip hop. It's hip hop. Point blank. Period. It's hip hop. <laughs> That's hip hop. If you have 808s in your shit, it is hip hop. I respect. Or that. if it's of the urban element, if you have 808s, because R&B can have 808s too. So if, if the urban type music is not of rock music at all. There's different sounds you will know what them sounds are for. You know, you just know. If you have an 808 in your song, at some point you're trying to go for a more urban sound. Because that's what hit niggas. Or a popular sound. That too. If you have an electric guitar and shit, now you could be trying to fucking fuck around and go with rock now. You, you're trying to play with the electric guitar and the bass and your drums are starting to, you feel me? Yeah. That's more you're starting to, okay. I can go into rock, I can do some other shit. Now you add more elements now, and now start going to jazz. You slow it down and you add some more sauce to it, it's funky now. <laughs> so. You got G-Funk, you got jazz rap. So. Yeah. See the Biggie documentary? Which uh, one? The one on Netflix. It just came out? About a couple months ago, about six months ago. They're talking about how Biggie was basically uh, learning to rap off Oh, of jazz. Of jazz, man. And they played back like his rap style yeah. over the jazz. He's saying Biggie was pretty much rapping in yeah. a jazz, in jazz format. Yeah. And just breaking the breaks with and, and, and that's and all that and yeah. that and then he played it over like the jazz samples. I'm like, oh shit, it sounds, it sounds like it. Like he was playing it. Scattered. Was rapping. Yeah. Yo, but it, no, but it sounded like so cohesive. It was like magical. You didn't yeah, hear. He was talking like, by a jazz player. Yeah. The music game, just understanding music. He was. Yeah. He was taught by yeah, a professional yeah, jazz player. Yeah, yeah. You gotta like go back and watch that. I think like the first like yeah. twenty minutes of the documentary, and I was like, yo, that and it explained so much more. Like I really have like a new profound respect for Biggie, just for for that. Like if you're at, if y'all go back and listen to it from Minnesota, I, think with I love, knew this and you know, I've seen this documentary. You definitely did. Probably did, but it's on Netflix. Yeah. But if you go back and listen to from Minnesota with love, you see, I, I grew up like, G shit in an art studio. My grandmother had an, one of What's the from movies. Minnesota with love? That's an old podcast. Old podcast season two somewhere. Scroll down from Minnesota with love, you'll find it. But you were on there. Yeah, I'm. I'm interviewing my grandmother, and she owned, like, the first black art studio in Minneapolis. That's what's up. That's what's up. And she had every like all. Some of the greatest paintings across Minneapolis and murals, and and she did it. And I grew up like Jamil and Walter. They were they were there too, but by that time we were moving on. But I was in the art studio, and I seen Maya Angelou. Like I seen Nikki Giovanni. I seen these people firsthand. They fucking rubbed my head at that type wow. of shit and sat there like through her so I, I have a different appreciation for art and understanding jazz she would play Billie Holiday records my mother had pictures of Billie Holiday th- through her house for years she probably still a picture of Billie Holiday somewhere in my mother's house she was, your grandma was tapped in yeah. I met your grandma before yeah and she just plugged it in different shit you didn't, like I said before I, I grew up G shit watching I Love Lucy and all yeah. black and white TV, like all Bob Newhart, old school shit. So my understanding for like, I think Seinfeld is funny as fuck. I don't <laughs> people don't fucking fuck with Seinfeld. Seinfeld's funny. But I get it. I, 
Let me take that back. I don't think he's funny as fuck. I get the dry sense of humor. Sure, yeah. I, I, like, get, I like sarcasm and dry humor. Exactly, dry. Exactly. Yeah. I like that because it's like you have to be. It almost witty. shows a certain. Yes, witty. It almost shows you a certain intelligence. That, in a weird way. Yeah. yeah, that is that you get why it's funny, but it's not funny. But you get. If uh, you don't, go, a normal person will be like, "How exactly. is this funny?" But like, I don't get it. He's not saying anything. Like, what's funny to me yeah. is not the dry humor. And dry humor shows is the nuances of people, like the. The mannerisms they do or their faces they make might make me laugh. Certain mannerisms make me laugh the most. They're good actors. Man. Yeah, exactly. Good actors. Let me see somebody's lighting my shit just died. There you go, brother. Let me struggle around here. I'm the positive overthinker. Not at all. I told you we got lighters and rolling papers all at once. Grab it as well. Grab it as well. That's, that's what's up, dude, bro. No, yeah, that like that. Uh, have you ever written poetry? Mm. With poetry, I, so I, all you niggas write. I actually had a dope like drawing when I was young. I used to draw and I could mimic whatever the fuck I seen with the pencil. Like I would yeah. look at instead of tracing it, I would look at whatever was in my coloring book and draw it here, like just go back and I could just mimic whatever the fuck I seen with the pen onto whatever was here just from like from eye then I, I moved to Florida and I just stopped drawing yeah. it was just a different transition I had to adapt I used to draw I used to draw when I was young my friends around me used to draw so that made me kind of draw from being real and I got into it and I was like oh I like this and I started getting like a little, I had like a little cartoon book, and I remember I like traced some images, and just some images one time, and I hung up in my room, there in my room forever. And uh, I don't know, you know basketball. I can't draw. I'm left-handed. I can't draw. No, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm left-handed, bro. But that almost even says more. I didn't know you were left-handed. You mean you, you were I wouldn't have any left-handed artists. I appreciate make very, very great art. Yeah, I'm an artist in different ways, but drawing, I write sloppy as shit, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> the world isn't designed for you. Yeah, it's literally not. Like, I have to learn. Like, my mom couldn't... My mom, I'm not gonna lie, she actually, like, aggressive at Jamaican lady beat me because I couldn't write my right hand. And I was, until she realized, like, oh, this little nigga's left-handed. Oh shit! Like, <laughs> so it was a weird. We're both my parents right-handed. I'm left-handed. My so. daughter's left-handed. But yeah, the world isn't built for left-handed people. It's, we have to adjust. It's, it's literally <laughs> not like you know how everybody lines up to sit down right-handed. So he's gonna hit right here. So somebody has to like. I remember a few that left-handed desks at school. They had no more right-handed desks. He was the most awkward thing ever. Scissors too. Scissors are for some reason like mm -hmm. they look the same, but they just like yeah, I can't. So these niggas, I imagine you in a world where everything is made just for right-handed people because everything is yeah doing that. But when they come to like sports and shit, I don't know how my brain is wired, but I can play right-handed. So I play right-handed like doing sports and shit. And I, dexterous. I play right-handed, but right in and regular life shit, fully left-handed. <laughs> fully left hand my son right now I'm trying to figure out if he's he does the same thing like he'll eat with this hand and then he'll pick up something with this hand then yeah. he'll go with this hand and then he'll eat with this hand and then he'll do this so I'm trying to figure out which one he is right now with my daughter yeah, yes he is actress too yeah that shit's a, is an advantage in weird ways and I can kind of write my right hand is nasty but 
I do it better than most people that's not right hand now I can't write with my left hand I can tell you right now I'm fucking I don't know why it's a block I can't do that shit at all yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a good writer. I can make that left hand live for sure. I'm not a good speller. Like, I spell shit how it sounds. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I will take you up. Oh, it's all good, man. We all got our flaws, man, our shortcomings, bro. That's what makes us all beautiful. Oh, yeah, they're supposed to be. Left handed doesn't make you a flaw. Nigga, I'm speaking in general. Everyone has the shortcomings or whatever it is, bro. That's what makes us human, bro. So this is supposed to be insecurities. I forgot about that. This, this is supposed to be about that. Insecurities, bro. Yeah, you embrace your insecurities. You're so straight to other people, you feel me? To embrace their shit. Be the example, be the change you want to see in the world. You have no choice but to. I feel like insecurities are such a associated with as a female trait like they they make it it's so much apparent as men can't have insecurities that's why a lot of niggas be depressed and you know especially in the black men culture like i feel like insecurities like construct whatever men that men are insecure about like it's easier for women to express it than a man i feel like as a man you're not supposed to find too we, left yeah, or far yeah. too right. You're supposed yeah. to find that balance where you can you can be emotional but still be stern with it. You don't got to be bitchy about good emotions. You can be stern and say, "Hey, this is how I feel about some shit," and mm-hmm. let the record reflect. Point I one. feel like showing, like you know, as a man, you're not supposed to show weakness. You know, you're not supposed to cry. Not let somebody see you cry. It's like, you know, at these, you know. I've even heard people like, yo, man, and they're boo-hoo crying. But a man lost his mom. Like, yeah, but you ain't gotta be boo-hoo crying, man. Nigga, and you lose your it's mom, like, you gonna boo-hoo, boo-hoo cry. Like, niggas. And you, so you, you're allowing this man to cry, but you're telling him, how you supposed to cry? Like, come on, bro. Like, Man, I lost my, my cousin Xavier died. I died for three days. I died. I did, it literally died. I cried for like three it, days man. straight. Like, I couldn't. I don't know, I still just cry, like, just because, again, it's the emotion that hits you. You're human. Like, that shit just... Exactly that. Fuck all the women, man, shit. You're a fucking human. You're gonna feel emotions and shit, bro. Don't hide your emotions. Fuck what everyone wants to say, because everybody feels emotion. So the more you, the more you try to hide your fucking emotions and shit, that doesn't show strength. That's not strength. But as, as a man, you are supposed to have a hold on your emotions. Bro. That doesn't show strength because it, deep down inside you're breaking down. You're breaking down. That's why niggas is closed off. All that fucking all. I mean, yeah, you're right. Supposed to be all macho. Not even. If you can't even be emotional with your kids, you like, bro. You're supposed to be able to soldier seeds that it's you. It's still you can still be a man and show your and show for for your boy. If you have a son, you can show him love and show. Comfort. You feel me? And see that you embrace can get, and embrace that. that. You feel me? And that will train. And that will. No, I, 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 I You should I, be able to show your daughter, bro, that a man can be soft. It doesn't yeah. always. It is not necessarily you got to be like that, hunt twenty four seven. But you should have your times and balance it out where you can balance. No, I, I definitely trust me. I got a I got a five year old. Trust me, I do. And definitely, she knows that I can be fun with her. I can be stern with her. Yeah. I can be gentle with her. I can be hard on her. Raising women is different. I'm going through issues with my daughter right now. <laughs> and I also play a role in raising a, a little, little young man as well. 
like you know he lives in my house as well like he's sick right now and I was making sure he was good before he left and trying to make sure he lay down and, again that's tribe like, shit you know what I mean so like that's tribe so like definitely like I've been there for a little man since the day he was born I go back to the shit like this you remember when again Hillary Clinton is famous for this saying but it, it, what it takes a village to raise a child we all know that's a village that is a Native American saying and it's mm. only there because once the child was had people be abusing that term though yeah they and they don't even know like they don't take they don't take care of their kids and they're like but y'all well, you know it's supposed to be a village you're supposed to help me take yeah no you don't do enough for your own kid you you're run it you're supposed to be doing the work 90% of the yeah time. you gotta be part of the village you have to have a village we'll handle that 10% it's exactly you have to have that village intact if y'all ain't part of a village y'all niggas is just here and there y'all ain't communicating together y'all ain't commuting y'all ain't eating together that's not a village yeah. But in that time, in the tribe, everybody took care of that child. The child yeah. came from everybody. I everybody think I think it goes vice. It goes both ways. You as the surrounding people of this child need to know that you're supposed to play a certain role. And as the parent, you know that you're supposed to play a certain role. And you're not either roles not supposed to be that. You're not supposed to step too far where you're stepping into this person's parenting. And on the parents' side, you're not supposed to step too far where you're like, get out the way. I don't need no help. I do this all on my own. You know, where it's like, oh, I've been doing this all on my own. You can't do that. Don't say that. Can't move like that. Like, that. I I feel like, you know, and people will credit themselves for the the vice versa. Yeah, it takes a village, but I ain't stepping into nobody's paradise. Yeah, I've been needing help, but I ain't about to beg nobody. It's like, wait. (laughs) <laughs> Please don't. Like, you know what I mean? So it, it, it's like I said, like people, like I said it all about the insecurities. They don't want to be taken as a bad mother, an overstepping person, or overpowering person, or somebody trying to tell you what to do. And it's just like, you know, if you have it, it, like I said, it goes back to so much of if it's people don't care for, about the intent anymore. It's all about the action. Yeah, it's not even the intent. Like, if it's better for the child, like, even if you're, you may not be in the best place for, to be taking care of that child. Right. And I'm saying give it up for adoption, but, you understand, so I, I'm co-parenting right now, and I, I believe I can take care of my child better than where she's at. And in spite of being just knowledgeable and saying, you know what, it would be easier for her to sleep there five nights a week and just vice versa. It's rather be spiteful just to say that I didn't lose custody of my child or whatever else just from sounding good on her end, even Mm -hmm. though it's a, a struggle or a hassle taking care of another mouth, another girl in the house when you already have more than enough people I don't put nobody's business out there but that's just one more mouth and you don't need to worry about you need to worry about everyone else there I can she'd be better off yeah she'd be better off over here where she can function and breathe and grow and not be stuck in a room with multiple people growing 
Especially yeah, yeah. As a, this is real development. As there are a, times where this mm-hmm. kind of shapes a, your mind, your perception of the world. As a, as a young lady, as a young lady, definitely. I mean, even as a young child, you know, you, period. But definitely, as a young lady, you need that privacy and space. Mm-hmm. But again, as as the parent, it, it it looks bad upon the mother. It may be the best decision you can make. Maybe. You, nobody's you have rich, no other option. Has, yeah, you have no other option. It's just better for the child to co-parent this way. Because they're not used... That's not a typical... Everyone's used to... Like I said, the social... Everybody has social their construct own, is... Everybody the has their own reasons and, and... Yes. That's, that's, that's the default social construct of parenting, the single mom. So now when the father has main custody, he's like, oh, what the fuck? Da, 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 da. But if it was the other way around, they would be bashing you. Yes. But now they question everything. Now it's like, how can you ever fucking win? And that's why I'm okay scared to have kids, man. Just dealing with all that extra shit when I just want to love my kids. That's right. They, they try to say, you know, get married, then have kids. Because you at least have a good ideal of this person to an extent that you feel comfortable enough to marry them and then you can say that yeah I feel comfortable to have kids and not the vice versa where we say well I have a kid with you and since I have a kid with you it plays a role into why you want to get married I think you gotta go into marriage just live with somebody bro yeah. <laughs> just, live huh? some, just live with somebody you two just y'all marriage is just a piece of paper bro. Uh, yeah, just, just live with somebody and I'll I let feel you like, know if you want to I be married like, today I feel like it's easy for us to say that but I don't feel like women take care of that as such agreed again that's the part of society we've been trained to to think that but like women take it as like it's not just give me a ring and show that you're not gonna cheat on me yeah. and you're dedicating your, it's like like I'm not saying that's what marriage is but and they want the whole. That's basically how what you propose. How, how they want the whole. How you propose to me? What kind of ring? What I look like on that day? How all of that? Like they want that. They had in their mind as little girls. Disney put in day. their mind as little girls. TV put in their mind. Whoever did, they had it there from since they were young. Their their ideal way, their ideal husband, their ideal this, and. You know, as men, we're taught, yeah, you find a good woman, but you know, let me tell you, you play you play your cards right. You can have any woman in the world. Play. Let me tell you this story. I got a, a homeboy. He was having trouble finding women over here, women that he thought would would move to his style of living, so to speak. He goes to Ghana or Maroon or some shit like that, and courts a woman from there. Basically, I don't say purchases her, but has to spend the money and pay the dowry. That's what they do over there to buy a wife from there, get her her passport, her green card, and all that, and get her here, and then I think he'd have like you I don't know what he thought he was gonna have, but let's let's just go back to the dowry. For the dowry, he had to buy the mother five pair of shoes, nice shoes. He had to buy the sister and the brother laptops. He had to buy like a cow for the family. It's real shit. And he had to buy like a suit and something else for the father. Something over there. If you don't mind me asking, what kind of lifestyle is this nigga trying to do? Or what lifestyle? He he just wanted to buy a wife from Africa. So, so that's just so he can like some slave 
Like master, uh, like on some like, like that. Type. No, I get it, but it, it felt like, like that. that no, or? he wanted to have. That's what he was. He thought was like a good Christian woman, a good woman who he thought he thought there was in Africa, and he can like, go. Like that's where he would go find it. Listen, that's your dog, but listen, he, <laughs> bruh, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, hundred. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? This is like here. some wild shit, bro. Listen, he went back and forth to Africa for like two years before, like even like, well. It was six months, and he paid all his money before he even seen her in person. Like he went over there, met she her, and pictures she did when she got here it was it was something else. I only seen her once or twice, but she got here, got her pregnant, and she got here. You promised me a a, a two bed. You promised me a two story house. So I want a two story house. Well, we got to work for that, sweetheart. Oh, everybody, I need a two-story house. You promised me you brought me away from Africa and a two-story house. You talking about Eddie Murphy Raw? No, this is real. This is like, <laughs> this is Eddie Murphy Raw. This is real life, and now she's over here, and she's expecting the You American... treat me like Fufu. Yeah. yeah. You treat me like Animal Eddie. It basically. <laughs> basically. And now he gets over here, and, and he's trying to return her <laughs> and get another one. Yo, what? Like some real shit. What a smart man. But he can't return it. Like, no, nah, this is what you paid for. There's no returns. And he was like, you, I thought you sent me a good woman, a good obeying woman, blase, blase. So now he's just stuck with this woman that he paid for and a baby. And he got her over here, married her, her green card, the whole nine. And because he, he met, and let me take this back. He met her on the internet, of course. Because this is where... I guess you find women in Africa when you live in Florida. So he met her on the internet, courted her on the internet, promised her all this American shit. And then, uh, yeah, got it, and she's not happy, and she thinks he can do this, and she doesn't work, and he just has to take care of her and the baby, and take the baby here, and she's expected to be like. That boy just pampered and uh-huh. taking care of. Housewife. Goofy. Housewife of Orange County type shit. They even moved to Texas because they thought it'd be cheaper and it'd be easier for him to get this two-story house. Not by yourself, bro. Not when you gotta take care of kids and you gotta drive them here. She you been here a single dad. Bro. Yeah, you've been here four or five years and the mom don't even got a, a driver's license. How are you supposed to get the kid? Like, who's yeah. supposed to do it? You gotta take off of work and you're the only one working. And I mean. You paid for this love, right? Is that love? Is you paid for this? You married to just get out and just try to. How's it get it out? You brought this person from Africa. Send her back. You can't send her back. He tried. He can't. He literally tried. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you. I promise you. He like you keep the laptops, keep the shoes that you sent. You promised me a good woman. He can divorce her. But like, what type of possibility do you have that you just brought this person from a whole other fucking continent, and now you're just going to play in the street? That's your responsibility, player. You divorce her and then what? She's just out in the street with your baby. You take the baby. I mean, now you have to go through the That's that is the hard. It's harsh, but if you really want to get out, that is the only way because you got yourself in this motherfucking mess, nigga, and you cannot do it any good in, in any ethical way. So the only way you gotta do it is in a real fucked up way. You're gonna feel bad, but, but take is your that shit. the ethical way? Is that the more ethical Somebody way? Somebody gonna buy that home, man. At this point, it's more like. Somebody gonna buy that home. 
He gonna he gonna be on his way. <laughs> but for the first eight months when he was talking to her online, he loved her so much to go spend all his money he on her family so. and go back and back I and can't forth. Say, I just told my homeboy the other day. I said, I don't, I can't see myself being the Tinder guy. I can't see myself on Tinder for dating women, but I don't. Besides that, bigger than that, I can't see myself wanting to marry somebody within a year. Like dating somebody for a year, like yeah, I'm the one. Like you know, like some people move in within a year. Like, and they'd be like, oh, we, you know, I'm like, mm, nah, I'm not. I mean, again, you, some people take marriage for like 10 year contract. If you have like a renewable contract, okay, I can rock with you for this next five to six years. Either way, if you don't, maybe you feel like this person, you found the person you feel. Forever, that's what I'm saying. If you think it's a forever contract. Which, right. So if you meet somebody else you want to marry during that, during that time. So I feel like, yeah, so I feel like. It's definitely possible. Yeah. Yeah. Happens a lot more than not. You been bumping into somebody that you just have a way better spark with this person that you're now in this bind with. Bind doesn't sound like a bad word, but I just use it as its definition. No, it's a, you gotta have a bond. Yeah. I'm in a bind, Nate. I'm in a bind. Bind becomes entanglement. <laughs> that shit, that shit. But that's real. Again, the only that reason really is stuff. If you really, that shit is it shouldn't be scary. What's scary? I don't like that. Marriage? One day, like one day. I don't like that. On both sides, like one day you can wake up and say you love somebody so much. You feel me? But then you come across somebody in the chemistry. That doesn't mean you don't love that first person. I'm not saying that, but it's like you vibe with this person so much to the point to break off whatever plans or whatever with this person. People grow, bro. That is, that's what I'm saying. It's, I think it's a scary thing because someone's going to get hurt. It shouldn't be scary. That's the whole point. It shouldn't be scary. Everybody, like, should be able to grow in community. Like, I think the best part you about... deserve two wives. I think that's like the best part. I like you deserve two wives. The best, the best part about my relationship, I feel like, is that one, cool. me and my girl were co-workers together for two years before we even made any move, any type of interest, anything like that. We would, I never really looked at her like that. Yeah, she was attractive. She had a nice shape, but she's my coworker. She was cool. I wasn't really, I didn't think she was my type. She told me she liked me after two years. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I, we can see what's going on here. Got to know her. And then I was like, okay, you are attractive to me. Now, now that, and now that I'm looking, okay, yeah. Yeah, and now it's like, okay, now that I've seen you, appreciated you physically, now I've known you a little bit more outside of that, and now we had the both mindset that we wasn't trying to just be dating a date. Like, he's like, yeah, we, we 23 right now, but my parents are 23. My mom was like, man, my parents were together. They was on their third, fourth kid. I was like, yeah, my mom got married. <laughs> so, I feel you. We're just used to... We should be having our shit together by this time, and not be just dating around, fucking there and everybody. Is well, what if you meet somebody with the same exact wavelength, somebody else? Huh? The whole point. That's the whole thing. What if somebody else has that same exact feeling, but better, with Sprite? 
McDonald's. <laughs> I don't like McDonald's. <laughs> I like I like what I got at the crib. Five. Right, so nah, and it's like I definitely could say uh, she helps me grow, and I feel like because she knows what my flaws are, and I have been able to say to convey my insecurities. You know, what I mean, I'm a jo- I'm a jo- jovial person, so I might joke off what I might be really saying, and she knows like, nah, you serious? I know that. Okay. She bring it out you know, but even it, it with her like. You know, I I go her like you can't. You know, she's a Virgo, so you know, like I try to tell her like not to take things so serious and not try to be so stressing the unknown so much. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, but she also shows me like you gotta have shit prepared. Like where I'm a more of a free going person. You know what I mean? So it's there's the balance there. You know what I mean? And like I said, we have a child together, and you see how like. You see the her and me, you see the, the, me, the me and her, you see the her and her, you know, and it's like, it's just funny, like, like you said, like, not being tough on her, like, my girl's more tough on my daughter than I am, like, like, but at the same time, my daughter, I'm, I'm level of tolerance at the same time with my daughter, like, she's like, oh yeah, she be trying to talk back, I'm like, yeah, I don't give her a chance to even respond. Like she tries, she like, but I, I, I'm like, you don't need to be talking right now. Do what I said. See, my my girl would be like, what? What'd you just say? Like, I'm not even giving you a chance to even respond. I don't even care what you gotta say right now. I like that. What? Do it. I'm gonna use and as point. you and as you doing it, what you about to say? I was gonna say, but I didn't want to. Oh well, too bad. You know, I'm gonna let you still speak. But you need to understand, I told you to do something before you started to speak. You got, like, I'm not having to have no drill team sergeant over here type of mode, but at the end of the day, your kids got to respect. And talking back is, is, is something that I used to do and get in trouble for. So I know why it's a point and why people get that point across. As I got older, it's like, oh yeah, that's why. No matter how wise this kid's about to say whatever he's about to say next, you gotta stay in your place. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 when people really look at like, what has my parents done for me? Boy, you ain't got shit without these people. You ain't shit without these people. So stop it. No matter how far you get in life, you ain't shit without these people. So don't ever forget that. And everybody, you know. They always get mixed up in what they've done for themselves and what wrong their parents might do. Because that's the worst, hardest moment. The hardest moment ever is when you realize your parents are not as right and they're not the people that you perceive them to be. Bro. Like, when you perceive them as, like, my parents is right, I gotta listen to them. And once you start, like, getting, like, no, wait, they're wrong about that. Uh-huh. And you know that you, as a as a child, you're like, I can't be disrespectful and say you're wrong. Heartbreaking. And you, yo, you're like. I've been knew my parents be wrong about shit. For me, family is a little. My right, family's but you, different for me. But like, when you, I'm more surprised when I see extended family members show themselves more to me. I wouldn't say that. I'm, I, when like you say that, that, no, that not parents, parents, but like that, aunties, nah, cousins. Yeah, when your parents, when your parents uh, started, when you start like, damn, I can't always listen to my parents about shit as in advice. When you say that, this just comes up right as thought. Like, I don't, I have a problem and my parents are not the ones that's going to help me. They do yeah. not. <laughs> I was nine years old. I had a spelling test. Excuse me. And that's my dad. <laughs> 
asked my dad to help me on the spelling test. <laughs> and uh, one of the words was baby. And the nigga spelled... <laughs> <laughs> the nigga spelled baby, B-A-B-B-Y. <laughs> and I went to school thinking baby had three Bs. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> and so I went to school and I kept saying... And I was wrong. I believed this nigga so much. Y'all, <laughs> like, y'all wrong too. Yeah, exactly. My dad's not wrong. I went there. I was like, I got it wrong. Obviously, I'm like, hold up. What the? What happened here? And it was like, nah, there's too many B's. What B A B Y? Yeah. Yeah, but you told me. Yeah, I went home and I looked on them. I said, this nigga's lying. I went home and looked on. Him. I don't know why I didn't do this when I was when we were studying. I don't know why he didn't do this. I went home and looked on the damn baby wipes thing and seen how baby was spelled correctly and I'm like the, wow. wow the shit just my light just went off and I just did my own homework from that point on I even had to show this nigga and correct this nigga it's like look it's not how you spell baby because he thought it was right too and then he was just like damn and like nah dad <laughs> yeah. sorry you kind of goofy but I love you though. yeah <laughs> and from that point on I did my own homework and then my mom helped me my dad helped me nobody and I just had to do it myself because I, I believed so much that baby was spelled B-A-B-B-Y to this day. And he wrote it down. Like, he used to help me with my homework. Like my pops, he was like, he was an active dad. He would write it down and say, okay, we just saw we do the math. And, and he was helping me. This nigga was helping me wrong <laughs> the entire time. What? I remember, like, yeah, I remember doing homework and, and freaking senior year. And I reflected back on my whole school life. I was like, yo, these niggas never helped me. <laughs> I was like, yo, I can never think of a time where I was like, yo, I need help. They be like, yo, you know this stuff. Act like you're not having the sense to do this. Like, after a certain age, it was like, you know your work. You're smart. Stop acting like you ain't got a sense. Why you get? And it was like, I never had these niggas like check my homework if I did my homework. I'm like, yo, I could have been out here wilding, yo. I could have been like, yeah, my homework's done. Doop, out. I'll, no, I'd be like telling my friends, I'm going home, I got homework, bro. <laughs> I didn't need my parents telling me like, yo, make sure you do your homework or whatever. They just instill that in me like, yo, you supposed to have your shit done. I don't need to be on top of you about some shit you're supposed to be doing. Because if the school goes, you know, it was something different. Right. Really. I did my homework in class. So, nah, bro. I I thought <laughs> I my, my thing about homework. My thing about homework was that it was the easiest. It was the easiest thing because it was like, yo, I can get this information whether I fall asleep in class, take some of this information, take it home, do this, and get credit for it. And I'm gonna get this shit so much it's gonna count for something. And I'm gonna have to understand some of it if I do it. Now when I have the test. It's gonna reflect some of the homework. I hated studying. I hated studying for tests. Like I was not opening notebooks. I did all the homework. And then I took the test. I was like, oh yeah. I paid attention in class. And I did the homework. I'm good. I'm not about to open this book and beat myself to death with this shit and stress myself. I'm about to play this fucking video game, watch this shit, and I'm gonna wake up for school and I'm gonna do my work just in this boom. This is simple. And that was pretty and, much my mentality. And I it, studied a little bit. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I, I cracked the book. I hate, but I was the biggest procrastination shit in school. What projects? Day before. Same. Day before, I went and bought my board, Same. bought the construction paper and all that Same. shit, decorated the shit. I would Same. do shit like Jamaica 
for for social studies, oh, doing yeah, a country something out. simple, sloppy easy out. shit. Sloppy. I did Jamaica. The next year, nigga, it was science. I did a volcano, nigga. Simple <laughs> shit, nigga. <laughs> Like, I wasn't about to overthink. Nigga, the next year, next year, next year, nigga, this is all middle school, I think, because they do it through fifth, they do it through fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. So, I did it. So, it was, it was Jamaica, Volcano. The next year, nigga, West Indies. (laughs) But, that taught me, that taught me so much about more than just I knew what the West Indies was and then I think um I you know what it was because I I wanted to do something not the regular I wanted to challenge myself and I wanted to do Taiwan because I felt like everybody knows about Japanese people everybody knows about Chinese people everybody knows about these but not really know about the Taiwanese and I was like oh I'm about to and I always remember like looking like yo Thai is be- like Taiwan that place over there they got it's beautiful like and I was like, yo, people don't talk about this place. And I remember that then I was like, oh, it was too late. I procrastinated. I didn't do all the work. Back to West Indies, nigga. I know I got the information for this. Mm-hmm. It was a mini Jamaica fucking burger. And then next fucking year, nigga, I think I did, uh, I think it was another science nigga, solar system. That's the go-to. N- nigga, day before, flew little planets. Oh, I cut out some planets. My mom helped me with that shit. I was like, y'all don't care. I got... That was me in high school. In 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 middle school, I killed that shit. No, that was, that was middle school. High school, these niggas was not checking for me, bro. Mind you, like I said, I had projects and they was not there to help me until the day before. There was no, hey, don't you have a project this year? Like the past two years, you've been having a project. They were never like, isn't it time? Don't you have some some type of science project or is it social study? Mm-hmm. They didn't know. Like, I can tell them that I wanted to be in the spelling bee. I can tell them that I wanted to be in the basketball team. I tell them, tell them all that shit, and they're like, ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, my dad talked to me one I remember my, my, I talked to my dad one time about, like, really, like, well, not one time. I remember a, a specific time that my, my dad talked when I was young about, like, what I want to do in my future. He's like, what you want to be? And I was like, I want to be a lawyer. Gonna be a criminal justice lawyer. I feel like I was good in arguments, and I feel like I could get people out of situations. But my dad was like, "Yeah, good boy, yeah, church boy. You know I'm in a liar." <laughs> I was like, "Well, how did you tell me that? Like, why did you tell your kid that?" And he's like, "I never told you you couldn't be a lawyer." I'm like, "Nigga, you told me I shouldn't be a lawyer. You don't remember? Like, I vividly remember this as a kid, nigga. You told me I don't want to be a lawyer. You like the church." You be a lawyer, you're gonna have to lie. And you don't like lying. And I was like, what are you? And I looked out, I was like, hmm, I don't like lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like lying. Like, that's not something that I pride myself on because I didn't know that I was a good liar. And then to the point where I was like, nah, I can't eat. Like, I know I could get off this shit easy. And then I was like, nah. After a while, then I was like, I don't lie to my parents. So how the fuck am I lying to people like that are not my parents? I'm like, what? It's like, nah, I'm not lying. Like, oh well. Take it. I like, a lot of people. I mean, you should. I keep it real blunt, but keeping it real blunt. Just come to the press today. People be thinking. Sometimes you, know, like you gotta. Them, or you're being aggressive, or you're, you're rude. I get called all type of shit. It's like, bro, I'm. I'm just gonna tell you how it is. I'm not gonna sugarcoat you. I'm not trying to be rude or anything. And I can take it how I. I audition too. 
much I'm being an asshole. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me some shit, I'm going to tell you, bro. And I feel like if I fuck with you, it's doing both of us a disservice if I lie to you and just sugarcoat you, bro. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like there's no growth in them, any of that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I feel you. So, I, I agree a thousand percent. Like what do you gain? Said, what do you oh, gain? Yes, man. Oh, yes, man. Shout out to Minds Wide Open. Talk me that shit. And shout out to what you said. But, uh, what just the first words you said? What? Before. What you just said? No, yes, man. No, before that. I don't need to know. I can't even tell yeah. you. Yeah. I don't remember, but it was also something similar to a bar you said before. I don't know, you were slowing, I was just in the flow. Yeah, I was in the flow, but I definitely forgot. Because I kind of got my arm. Shut your ass up. But it's some, whatever it was about growth, again, but again, like I said before, that's what brought him over here and brought this, like, yo, listen, you need to sit down here, link with my guy DQ, because he's managing my brother and this guy Dre. and. Y'all are pretty much on the same wavelength. Y'all is on the same thing. Y'all can put something together. Cause he puts shows together and he wants to do some other shit. And I'm like, y'all come I'm together. sure I do. Y'all, because he was a rapper before and he's been rapping for a long time. This is so. But again, he wants to go back out there and do his resurgence and that's just what he wants to do. I know what I said. Now, there's no growth. If you're lying to motherfuckers in like a friendship relationship, there's no growth in it. You feel me? You should want to see your homie or your girl or your boyfriend fucking grow. So don't lie to them. Don't sugarcoat them because it's doing them a disservice, bro. Real life shit. Don't lie to niggas, bro. Because if you really love a motherfucker, you gonna tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. Even if it hurts or not. Because at the end of the day, if a nigga take it wrong or a bitch take it wrong, when all that emotion passed, they gonna respect you enough. To, at least that motherfucker kept it real. You feel me? Like, That's the insecurities. That's insecurities again. And they'll and they'll and they'll see it was an insecurity and they'll see like the people who kept it real in time. That's why I never stress that shit. I always keep it real with folks, bro. That's my take for the night. Fact. That's fact though. <laughs> that's, a, that's the fact of wrapping right there. Up. Wrap it up, yeah. Jay, there you go. That will be so right. a headache. <laughs> and with that, we uh we bring this episode to an end. We appreciate you for making it this far. Yes, sir. About an hour and a half plus we pushing. Again, thank you to the listeners. You guys can keep it up and keep it consistent. Like that's that's a beautiful thing to see. I appreciate Love y'all. That. Appreciate, y'all, appreciate y'all, man. y'all, man. Comment, share, man. Find us on the uh, YouTube. Find us on Instagram. Find all these links here. Apple all these Podcast. Apple Podcasts. Everything goes right back. So you can find these personalities a little bit deeper, face to face, so to speak, in the metaverse. <laughs> exactly. And with that, I'm E. Drake Sadie Q. And uh hope you enjoy. Peace. Peace. Peace.